please, as much as possible, let's minimize movements. This is serious business this morning. Let's give honor to the word of God. Let's minimize movements right now. In every meeting like this, there are three kinds of people. Please listen very attentively. We have three kinds of people in a gathering like this. Number one, we have people who are absolutely not interested in the things of God. They are just coming because their parents will ask them if they went to church or not. Because pastor will ask, I didn't see you in church. The second category of people are people who have pressed into God a bit. Who want to see Jesus in their lives. And they got to a certain level and they are satisfied. They don't want more. So they have gotten to a level where their, 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 their current level with God is satisfactory. They don't want more. And so it's, it's, it's glaring in our response to the things of God that we are satisfied at the level at which we are. The third category of people are the people who are genuinely hungry, passionate for Jesus, regardless of their current situation. They are still trusting God for deeper dimensions and deeper work with him. I pray for you this morning. That you will be in the third category of people that are not satisfied with their current level. That always want to press into Jesus for more. Scripture says deep calls unto deep. When you think you have gotten to a deep, a certain depth in God. When you think you have attained certain heights in the things of God. Another dimension, another level begins to call you. It calls for your seriousness. So, I'm speaking to everyone this morning. I have a burden in my heart I want to share with the church. And I trust that every one of us will be attentive enough to listen. First of all, I want to thank Pastor and the Pastorate for the opportunity to preach God's word again. Pastor is on his way to Lagos doing another kingdom assignment and we trust God for strength for him. Hallelujah. Amen. For my topic today, I have birthing God's promises. Birthing God's promises. Birthing, B-I-R-T-H-I-N-G. God's promises. Second Corinthians one twenty. Two scriptures will read and we begin to journey. Wherever we stop, we'll stop. I'll continue in the second service. Thank you, Jesus. Bething God's promises. Second Corinthians one twenty. If you can see the screen, everybody, let's read one to go. All the promises of God in him are yeah and in him. Amen. 
Water Translation, say NLT, TPT. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes and through Christ our Amen, which means yes ascends to God for his glory. I read my initial thoughts and I begin to teach. What are God's promises? They are words of assurance declared by God from his word to his people. God's promises are words of assurance declared by God from his word to his people. My initial thoughts, many people don't want to hear anything about the process because we want everything to be instantaneous. But the promise or the process always comes before the promise. Promises are supposed to be fulfilled. Promises are not to be given without the intention of fulfilling it. The Holy Spirit in our hearts guarantees the manifestation of our promise. 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 21. Now, he which established us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is God. Yes? Who has also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts? Give me NLT translation. NLT translation. From 21, please. It is God who enables us along with you to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us. Next. And he has identified us as his own. By placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts. As the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. Before I continue to my initial thoughts. Let me say this to us. The day the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost. Every believer you and I, we lost the opportunity of giving any excuse of not becoming all that God intends for our life. The day the Holy Spirit was given to the church, every single person listening to me today, everybody in the body of Christ, we lost the opportunity of giving any excuse of not becoming all that God wants us to be. Because the Holy Spirit is He that guarantees everything that Christ has promised us. And if you are born again today, I say to you, you have the Holy Ghost on your inside. And that guarantees the fulfillment of the promise. It's amazing that the first installment of our promise, the Holy Spirit, is largely not paid attention to today in our generation. Many of us don't pay attention to the Holy Ghost anymore. We guess our way through life. We shadow box here and there. As if the Holy Spirit, who Jesus has promised us as our standby, our comforter, our guide. As if he has spilled into insignificance. The Holy Spirit was given to the church for a reason. To guarantee the promise in Jesus. The Holy Spirit came upon us. And we have no excuse of becoming less than what God has promised in his word concerning us. 
the Holy Spirit guarantees our advancement, guarantees your destiny in Christ. There are four categories of people listening to me today. Number one, people who are currently pregnant with God's promises. Number two, people who are currently at the delivery stage of the promises. Number three, people who are about to abort the delivery of the promises. Number four, people who have no promise at all. I'll say that again. Four categories of people listening to me today. Number one, people who are currently pregnant with the promises of God. Number two, people who are currently at the delivery stage of the promises. Number three, people who are about to abort the delivery of the promises. And number four, people who have no promise at all. These are the people who are not saved. As long as you are saved, you have come into the fold of the anointed one and his anointing. You have a guarantee of the Holy Ghost. You have a guarantee of the first installment of the manifestation of your promise. So we have no excuse, people of God, not to fulfill our destiny in Christ. I'll run us through a few points. I have limited time. Wherever I stop, when I sense that God wants to wants us to pray, I will stop and I will continue the second service. There are two reasons why a woman won't give birth when it's time for a delivery. There are two reasons why a woman will not eventually conceive a seed that was planted in her womb. There are two reasons. Number one, lack of strength. Number one, lack of strength. Number two, lack of alignment. When the child is not properly aligned to the position where it can come out, the woman has problems in delivering that promised child. What does it take to bet God's promises? Number one, strength. Strength. Ha! Scripture says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. The issue is not the day of adversity. The day of adversity is never the problem for the child or the believer. No, it is your strength. Scripture zooms in on your strength and tells you the diagnosis for why you failed in the day of adversity. They say your strength is small. Another translation says there was nothing to you in the first place. So all along you have been thinking you had strength. The day of adversity reveals the level and the potency of the strength you have. Until the day of adversity comes, don't assume you have strength. Don't ever assume you are strengthened. If you don't engage the principles of receiving strength from God, don't assume that you are strengthened. Because the day of adversity will test you again and again. Number two, I talked about alignment. Many of us listening to me today, your current alignment in the program and the things of God 
has a problem. You have been coming to church, no doubt. You have been coming for Bible study, no doubt. But the degree to which you are aligned, your alignment, the rate at which they are pathways to receiving the birthing, receiving and birthing God's promises. Pathways. I'm trying to hurry up because I want us to pray. Pathways to receiving and birthing the promises of God. Number one, prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. The birthing of something precious never comes out easy. This could be likened to a woman in labor pains. It is a painful process, but the outcome is enjoyed by all. Labor pains have been likened to prayer in scriptures. Isaiah 66 and verse 7. Isaiah 66 and verse 7. Isaiah 66. Please, if you are not in a hurry to go, please make sure you wait back for the second service. I have an instruction. I have an assignment for that service in particular. If you don't have a class or you don't have somewhere to go, please stay back. I want to take time and minister to people by the Spirit of God very angry in my spirit this morning and I want you to please receive all that you are hearing. Isaiah 66 and verse 7. Before the bed pains even begin, Jerusalem gives birth to a son. Who has ever seen anything as strange as this? I'm reading NLT translation. Who ever had a, such a thing as a nation ever be born in a single day? As a country ever come forth in a mere moment, but by the time Jerusalem birth pains begin, and that scripture says, as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Prayer and fasting are two inevitable pathways to bear the promises of God for your life. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19. Apostle Paul speaking, My dear children. Of whom I travel again in pains like of childbirth until Christ be formed in your heart. Labor pain is never comfortable nor an easy process to endure. That's why you need strength. Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk are not faint. Those are the character. This is the character of those that wait upon the Lord for their promise. A church, a prayerless church will never ever see the promises of God come to manifestation. A prayerless generation will never see a revival, a birthing of the promises of God from scripture. A prayerless church will never see God at work. You might desire it, you might shout it, 
but if you don't engage, there are rules of engagement. Like Pastor will say, there are rules of engagement. If you don't engage the promises, you will never see it in manifestation. Lord, I know I have a great destiny. I know you have great plans and purpose for me. Take time out every day. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Build up yourself. Charge yourself. What you are doing, you are, you, are, you are enlarging your spirit man to accommodate the promises of God. Pray in tongues every day. You wake up every day and do this. Add fasting to it. You are on the pathway to betting the promises of God. The Lord is stretching you beyond your natural limits and launching you into your kingdom promised land. Let's get this from God to pray and fast. Many of us, we are deviating from these principles. This is the principle of scripture. Prayer and fasting. There is nobody in scripture that saw the fulfillment of the promise that never engaged in prayers, in fasting, consistent prayers, consistent fasting. This is what bets God's promises. We have led prayer and fasting to pastors. We have led prayer and fasting to prayer ministry or the choir. But every believer that must see a genuine manifestation of the promise of God, you must be given to prayer. Acts chapter 6 and verse 4. For we will give ourselves continually to prayer, to prayer, and to the ministry of the word. Number two. Second pathway to birthing God's promises. Intentional and guided study of the word of God. Intentional and guided study of the word of God. I will explain this point. I will make it more elaborate in the second service. Intentional and guided study of God's word. What does it do? This enlarges your capacity to incubate the promises until their time of arrival. Psalms chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. Psalms chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate day and night. Day and night. Next one. He shall be like a tree as a result of the meditation day and night, every single day. This is the result. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his promise, that bringeth forth his fruit in season, in the season. Whatsoever he does, he shall prosper. This is the lifestyle. This is the character of him that must bear God's promises, given to the world. Intentional. Today, you feel like reading history, you will go to Leviticus. Next week, you feel like reading 
Abraham, and now he obeyed God. You go to Genesis. Next time you want to read about the prophets, you begin to go to Jeremiah and Isaiah. This, this lopsided study of the word of God is going to bring a serious deficiency in the birthing of our promises that God has locked up on our inside. We need to be guided. Scripture says, like we read, the Holy Spirit, who is the first installment, Scripture says, He will guide you into all truth. Not some, all truth. The word of God plants the seed of the promises in your heart and guards it while it grows into maturity. God's word guards the seed of the promise in your heart and guards that seed until it is time to be born. It's possible for you to take in seed. Like you, I read in the fourth, the fourth category or the four categories of people. One of those categories are people that are about to abort the promises. The word of God keeps that seed there and the word of God preserves that seed until it's time of manifestation. If you are not giving to the word of God, you will never know the things that have been promised to you by God. Satan will continue to rob you of your inheritance in Jesus. Number three. Oh, Jesus. Staying in an environment conducive for the promise. 18 minutes to go. Staying in an environment conducive for the promise. Luke chapter 1 from verse 34 to 45. Oh, thank you, Father. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall these things be? Seeing that I know not a man. Next one, please. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. The first installment of the promise shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that, that the only thing which shall be born out of thee shall be called a son of God. Next verse, please. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she had also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Next one, please. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Next one. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Look at the next thing that the Holy Ghost did to Mary after she agreed with the promise. The next thing she did, and the angel departed from her. Next one. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah. Next. And entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. Next. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. The promise leaped in her womb, in her womb because the Holy Ghost changed the environment to suit that promise. Conducive for the promise to be Stay around people that will keep your promise alive. Stay around people that will keep your promise alive. I'm going to explain better at the second service because I want us to pray. Stay around people that will keep your promise alive. There are people you go and meet with promises locked up on your inside. 
to do know you are doing is you are sending signals that that are pungent to your manifestation. The fastest way to kill a child in the womb is to program an environment in that mother. Keep the woman in an environment that runs contrary to the growth and the development of that child in the womb. That child will surely die. Let the woman continue eating all kinds of things. I'm sure there is a diet for pregnant women. Yes or no? Yes or no? You don't just eat anything. You don't just stay anywhere, anyhow. It is guided. You want to kill that child? You want to abort that promise? That woman will continue to take all kinds of things. Pizza, coke, as in, in many quantities, in large quantities. It's a matter of time. She will go for a scan and see that that child is about to die. And it has died. I'm going to talk more about your environment at the second service. Pastor has always said, your company determines what accompanies you. If you go to people who are not of, who are not of like passion, who are toxic to your promise, it's a matter of time. You will become like them. There is an environment that is conducive for the promise of God in your heart. There is an environment. There is an environment. You don't just take in anything. The kind of songs you listen to is pungent or helpful to that promise. The kind of books you read, the kind of places you go to, the mindsets, the mindset you have can be pungent or can be helpful to that promise. Thank you, Father. Number four, I'll stop here. I'll continue the second service. Wait for the appointed time. Book chapter 2 and verse 3. But the vision, the promise is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. It will surely come. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11. chapter 6 and verse 12. Hebrews 6 and verse 12. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them, both through faith and patience. Faith and waiting to inherit the promise. Before we stand up to pray, let me say this to you. Beware of premature manifestation. As long as, as much as you are trusting God 
and you're on the pathway to receiving your promise, beware of premature manifestation or you will give back to Ishmael that will eventually fight your promise. Beware of premature manifestation. Expression house. Or you will give back to Ishmael that will eventually fight your promise. We have people today in the church who are under pressure to show that the word of God is working. They go and do all kinds of things. You go and do internet, internet fraud. You put your hand into all kinds of devilish things. And come out and say the word of God is working. Listen to me. You don't have the ability to defend the word of God. Let the word of God defend itself. Scripture says it's for an appointed time. At the same time that God has spoken it, it will come to pass. It will not tarry. It will not tarry. It will not tarry. Scripture says he sent forth his word. And his word delivered them. He healed them and delivered them from their destruction. The word in itself has the ability of fulfillment. Beware of premature manifestation. Don't help the word of God. Don't help the promise in place of the word to fulfill or to be bred forth. Don't help it. At the appointed time. At the appointed time. Because it is possible that you give birth to Ishmael that will fight Isaac. It's possible. Take us through the next subtopics at the second service. And I'll trust God to minister to people. If you think this message is not for you, no problem. But I'm here for people who have come to a point in their life and they are saying, God, if it is true, you are a covenant keeping God. What prophecies has been spoken over my life in this church many, many years? And counting. Senior pastor gives us the word for the next for the next year. How many of us enter into experience? I remember pastor starting from there is more. Later, I think he moved to much more. And again, we moved to much, much more. Last year, a blaze. Greater glory days. Or the glory days are here. This year again, greater glory days. How many of you have stepped into greater glory days? How many of you have stepped into glory days first, before the greater? How many? We are not angry enough. We are not hungry enough. So prophecies of many years continue to wait, continues to loom over our heads. And sometimes, many, many people, which I don't praise your portion, they go to the grave and those prophecies are still hanging. Potential prophecies. Reason why you have not started that business now. Simply because you have not taken the step. You don't believe that you will prosper. You are afraid. You are scared. What will people say? Hmm. Do you know that when you give birth to a child, when a mother gives birth to a child, she's not the only one that carries that child. Doctors, even people that don't know her, when they see you on the street and they see a fine child, uh, hello child, how are you? Have you not done it before to people's children? People who don't know them before. Everybody admires that promise. A testament of strength and alignment. A testament of someone who has paid the price. Who has received the strength to push until Zion 
prevailed. Hosea chapter 13 and verse 13. This is where we pray. come to you like the pain of childbirth but they are like a child who resists being born by your actions you are, you, are, you are resisting the promise to be born the moment of birth has arrived but they stay in the womb stand to your feet who is on the drums please The moment of death has arrived, but they stay in the womb. The moment of death for many of us, it came many years ago, but through your distractions, through the wrong company, you have veered off the pathway to deliver the promise. The moment of death has arrived. It has come to you many years ago. It has come to you many months ago. But for as many was determined this morning, like a woman who has been trusting God for the fruit of the womb for many years, and has an encounter with the word of God, and suddenly in one month, God gives that woman triplets, a testament of three years, being put into one month. That's what's about to happen to some of us today. Promises that have been locked up on your inside for many years. Listen to me. A generation is at the mercy of your obedience. A generation, generation that are coming after us, they are the mercy of your seriousness with God. And when they come and they find no legacy that we have laid down, I hope they don't rise up one day and take Jesus out of the equation because of our lack of seriousness because we have refused we are like that child who has resisted birth this word is coming to, as many of you as believe what I'm saying the moment of birth has arrived this is another kairos moment again 